Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bingetown TV and our coverage of Netflix's Yu Yu Hakusho, live action Yu Yu Hakusho. So this is the finale, episode five, which I don't know how many times that's ever been uttered in the same sentence before, but that's what it is, episode five finale. And the fight we've kind of been waiting for, the fight we've been on this track towards for the past, I guess, at least three to arguably four episodes was given to us this episode. Again, in my opinion, the choreography continues to be the standout of this show. I think we'll maybe have some differing opinions on our thoughts on maybe the conclusion of this and the story and everything like that. Although I'm only saying that because finales rather are naturally a little bit decisive. So I think we could just start off maybe with just like overall takes and then we'll get into talking about the fight, the different stages of the fight all at once. And then we can talk about a little aftermath slash what comes next type of deal. But just maybe just general thoughts on how we're feeling. Go ahead, Alec. I want you to go first. I thought that the fight was good. Um, I was... Uh, the direction of the show was clear, I think. Uh, I liked Koenma's you know, intervention with the fight. I thought it was interesting how Psycho Psycho was actually going to throw the fight at first just so that they could uh, steal the better's money, but then everything <laughs> changed. Um, oh, my God. What's the brother's name? Toguko? To- Toguro. Toguro. It's elder and younger. Yeah, the younger Toguro, I thought his transformation was pretty... I mean, they did a good job. Like, they, it was satisfying. I thought it was a little just like quick. Um, we complained a little bit about early, uh, episode three or four when the training happened, how it happened like this. And I felt like it really was, um, it proved to be not enough in this episode. I mean, but they worked with what they got and they did a fine job honestly the conclusion of the fight was okay the explanation of everything after i liked the little uh her uh, togoro's encounter with genkai uh, in heaven i thought that was uh fulfilling and i guess i appreciated togoro's respect for yu yu hakusho by the end of his uh bout with him uh, end of uh Rameshi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure at some level he probably respects the show too. Yeah. Yeah, so um that was fine. I mean, it's just like I wanted uh Urameshi to just kind of beat him on his own. I was surprised to see Elder Togro get vaporized and pulverized <laughs> by uh his own brother, which I guess is not really his brother. Um, and I wanted Kawabura to like beat him outright. I'm sure that's how it happened in the manga. Yeah, it just they tried to jam pack this like whole arc into five episodes, and it probably needed a few other episodes. That's all. Um, yeah, I can't really disagree with too much with what you were saying, Alk. I will say though, however, to kind of say, I guess, paint a lighter picture on everything is I was honestly pretty hyped throughout this episode. I was finding myself kind of getting very in invested into each of the fights and each of the characters at certain moments. And I was definitely feeling the hype uh, for certain moments. That being said, I think the only big problem 
is what you said, Alec, and what we said in the last episode is just that the training archers didn't feel like they were ready to fight Togro. And countering with what you said, that you didn't like how they beat him together, I felt like that was kind of needed almost for them to beat it, for them to beat Togro. Oh, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely needed. It shouldn't have been. Yeah, like I don't think it should have been Yusuke one on one. I think he just gets worked every time. But honestly, pretty solid episode. I mean, Alki and I kind of talked briefly about it off pod. Like, I don't think this. I'm not going to go out and recommend this to everyone out there. You know, this isn't a podcast for everyone. But, but if you're an, a fan of anime and you haven't read Yu Yu before and like you, you tell me that, I would probably recommend you to watch this show. I think it's a quick five hours that honestly, to get a feel of the new age of live action that's coming out, I think it's honestly a good, good display of it in, in certain aspects of it. Again, wouldn't recommend this to like an average TV viewer. But honestly, for those who are into anime, I think it's worth a shot, to be honest. Yeah, I think it would be a really nice five episode binge. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I think... much of a, a binger myself, even though mm-hmm. we're currently on our podcast titled Binge Town TV. But I'm not really <laughs> usually someone that bangs out episode after episode after episode after episode. But I think this actually would be doing it straight five episodes. I'm sure it would be a nice ride. And maybe mm-hmm. it wouldn't feel almost paradoxically, maybe it wouldn't feel so rushed if you like had that continuous story almost watching it like a super long movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I just felt it lacked some of that uh the like the, the relationships were not built up yeah. enough built up. Yeah, I would enough. say that's by, really by all the it end is. when Kie is like, Oh, those are my friends, I'm like, Yeah, are like, they your what, friends? What bro, yeah. you were just saying yeah. like don't fuck, I'm not doing this for you, like literally thirty minutes ago. Yeah. Besides yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall him, I still think it, it did it justice, I would say. Yeah, him and then um Togo's story's cool. I dude, I was it's loving just, the end of yeah, it. Yeah, it's just kind of jam packed and everything, and it was just kind of it felt like the punch itself could have hit a little harder. Okay, so we're gonna have, I mean, like we're already going with this mm-hmm. fairly loose structure, just trying to maybe guide ourselves a little bit, just towards the the fight itself, and maybe less of the aftermath. So we kind of have multiple stages of the fight. We kind of stage one is essentially Yusuke. And and younger Togoro one v one, and then we have Kuwabara. And I'm sorry, we have um, and then Hiei and Karama come in, and then Kuwabara and Elder Togoro find their way in there, and then we have younger Togoro kind of take his final transformation as the, I guess you could say, final act of the fight. A lot of punches are thrown. Uh, one one thing I think for me just to start off the conversation, I guess we can say, I liked the choreography, the choice that. He, he being younger, Togoro would like punch Yusuke across the room and then immediately sprint after him. Mm-hmm. You know, like taking that opportunity to do that. I just, it just felt realistic versus like punching him and being like satisfied with just sending him across the room and then like letting him stand back up again. Obviously, there's a little bit of that going on, but I just thought the speed of the fight was good. Yeah. I think Togoro is honestly, he, I, I, I really liked him as a villain, to be honest. I think yeah. his design is really cool. The way he can just beef himself up and, if anyone who listens to our podcast knows I'm obsessed with like the strongest and <laughs> he definitely falls in that category for me. And the way he's just mopping the floor with those three at first, I, I love it. I love when we get a, an OP villain for sure. Yeah. He was, um, he was what I expected. You know, they, they needed to struggle with him. He's supposed to be like this, like big baddie. Uh, and he definitely was, I thought it was like interesting when, uh, Kurama and he are like holding his legs back. Like he should have just been able to fucking sling them across the country. Yeah. You know, when he was doing, when they were doing that was just like, come on. Yeah. But that's like, 
that's something I'm expecting as an anime watcher and manga reader. Like that's that's like that's you that doesn't fucking happen. And you can't expect every single thing from that world to come out in the live action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just um, feels like one of those tropey anime things where it's just okay. They've exhausted themselves to no end that they're just gonna willingly just kind of just run up to them and just like try and you know stop them from advancing. It, yeah, he should have just been able to, based off his like, strength, he should have been able to yeah. definitely throw them across the country. But the, the the thing is, is um, the country like he <laughs> was after the spear wave orb, right? That's like a big thing for him. Well, he's after the strongest or whatever, but he wanted that. He's like asking Yusuke about it, and Yusuke's like, "Yeah, I do have this thing, and it's it's like in the back of our minds, you know." Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, it's not in the back of our minds enough. I felt like it wasn't. It's like a big deal, and he needed it to beat Toguro, and we didn't get any training with it. She just kind of dumped it on him because she knew that like they had to dip, or else they were all gonna die. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I I felt that, like that was likely an important piece of the manga, and it was not important enough in the live action. And I was just a little disappointed in in, in that as well. Yeah, in the manga. So, like I've said a couple times too, this is called the Dark Tournament arc, or the Dark Tournament saga. I think saga, but essentially, it's like a really structured like Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball tournament where there's the classic checkerboard stone square and like we're just throwing hands one v one we have our squad and then we advanced to round two we advanced to round three and, and let me guess they lose right and then they no, no oh, they win fucker. but i mean they win <laughs> kind of in this sense of like you know kurbara fights elder togoro like he does here that's just not as structured as it is in the manga i guess you could say but um he he being Yusuke misses like the semifinals essentially because he he gets the spirit wave or from Genkai and it like almost kills him he's like like struggling over time to like I don't want to say bend it to its will but like actually like his body to to accept it and like absorb it and all that kind of stuff right people were upset that it just like she just kind of gave it to him and it was like that was it because in the manga it's like a struggle where like he has to you know, work for it almost, you could say, in a sense. And again, here, they don't really talk about it at all. Like, we know Togoro wants it. We know Genkai gave it to him, and that's kind of it. And we kind of get it implicitly, I guess, that it's giving him this upgrade in spiritual energy and control, but there's Mm -hmm. really not a lot that we know about it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at that point, like, it could have just not been a part of the story at all, and I wouldn't have even felt uh, a void. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I don't mean to bash this. Like, no. it's, it's, I'm not really bashing it. It's just, it's an observation of a five episode show. It's a legitimate criticism, I would say, for sure. Yeah. And, and I, um, I, it, there were a lot of great parts of the show. And it, it also has been a little bit of a hiatus since I watched episodes mm-hmm. one through four. So I think like that stuff isn't so fresh in my mind and the impact is a little bit diminished. With that being said, the whole ride itself, like, it's a good five hour movie. Yeah. You know what did I'm you, saying? Uh, did you see where he he was hitting Yusuke with that iron claw for like a second? Yes. <laughs> I was like, look at this guy. He's fucking hit him with the iron claw. That was funny. Oh, right. But, um, yeah, from the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I will say like if this live action adaptation has done anything for me, it has made me interested in the original story. 
oh, and, and like reading the manga episode. or the anime. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, and I'm excited to dive into that eventually, you know. So that's, I think, a very strong positive. It definitely didn't turn me off from the story. I mean, I, I would rate the show. I mean, maybe we. I'm gonna save that to the end, but yeah, it's definitely good, not yeah. like a mit, like a bad rating. I immediately after watching this episode went to YouTube and looked up Urameshi versus Togro from the anime version. Honestly, pretty similar things. Like Yusuke hits him with the the spirit gun first, and he kind of gets blasted away, but comes back all amped up, and then he has the transformation. Like it is very similar. And I'm, again, it's just, of course, the anime and manga are just going to have it a little bit more fleshed out mm-hmm. in terms of use case yeah. strength. But it, honestly, in terms of like correlation, it was pretty, pretty good. And I mean, the anime fight was actually pretty dope, too. If I'm being honest, and Togoro looked pretty, the adaptation was pretty good, I'll be honest. When he does the, the 100% and then the 100% of 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at that. They had the pictures of his transformation. It's like 20 percent, 40%, 60%, 80%, 100%, 100%, 100% of 100%. 100%, yeah. They honestly <laughs> toned crazy. down how yeah. much, how ridiculous yeah. he looked in the, in yeah. the anime than they did, which, and I appreciate it for the live action, to be honest. I thought it looked fine. Like he, the, I mean, in, the, in the anime, he has like ridiculous shoulder pads. Like yeah. they're, so bad. He honestly looks like almost like a live action armored Titan. Yes. 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 Which yeah. was great. He looked a little yeah. bit like a Titan. He reminded me of a Titan. Yeah. yeah which it looked fine. Good. Like it's it's very challenging to to bring it uh, to to make it come off the screen. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, I um I applaud them for trying. You know, and it, yeah. and there have been some great live actions leading up to this one. There's they have bit some big shoes to fill. Between that, One Piece, Allow Some Borderland. People really like the Rooney Kenshin live action, yeah. which I've never uh watched, but apparently it's a pretty good it does it like the the source material justice. So I feel like at the same yeah, time though for I those kinds of live actions, when it's more based in reality, they're a little easier to do where when you're doing Dragon Ball live action and it's just yeah. they're moving at ridiculous speeds and like yeah, that's when Kenshin, it can get a little tough. Kenshin, I feel like their biggest obstacle is probably like the speed of movement and things like that. Here, I feel like him, his transformation into this beast of a being was probably their biggest challenge. I would say visually, you know, because I think like Elder Togoro, the use of his powers looked cool, looked seamless, mm-hmm. looked very. I guess you could even say realistic for the supernaturalness of it all. I thought again, Kurobara's sword looks sick in this episode. All that stuff worked well. Yeah, I just this must have been the hardest thing for them to try to figure out. Speaking of his fight, when he like chopped him, he used the spirit sword and all that. Like that was great. I, I wish that they had a more legit fight. Like he's the second yeah. main character, kind of, and Hie and Kurama on the other hand had like a whole episode for their fights, and his got you know blended. It was like let's states. put a bookmark in this, and then Togro's like vaporized his own brother i just i felt like if yusuke had they basically had the same training you know whether you think it was cut short or not theoretically you could argue they're like they're like right here at they're very close in power level and and ability and um they made it seem like yusuke was like blowing everybody out of the water which he probably probably does yeah, the spear wave orb was pretty cool. I liked how he like the spear guns full force was really yeah. emphasized through the uh like with the spirit orb as well. 
it was pretty sweet. And uh, that final finishing move was uh, satisfying, I'd say. Dude, I think Elder Togaro is a problem. His ability is so busted, and <laughs> yeah. he lives. So, I mean, that's the crazier part about it. Is he's So, if they do end up going with the Season 2, which it feels like... Wait, it, he lived? I didn't think yeah, he there was, like, a after, like, if you watch, like, a minute of the, of the credits, there's an island, and his head is just being pecked at by a seagull, basically, and he's alive. Um, I honestly... <laughs> I think his power is great, and I honestly... As much as I agree with you that Urmeshi could have used the full fight and it would have been great for his character, I thought it was a pretty badass and unexpected moment that younger Totoro, Totoro, younger <laughs> elder, <laughs> yeah, no, younger. I'm forgetting his name already. I'm getting it all blanked up. Togoro, Togoro, Togoro. yes, yeah. younger Togoro just blew him away. I thought that was pretty badass, to be honest. Something yeah. I didn't Play foresee with... coming. He's disrespecting Genkai, and he says. I don't know the first word adjective, but I believe it's like, you know, I threw away my humanity or whatever, but I didn't throw away my honor. Yeah. And you know, I just, I, it's, it's much more in the manga explicit that they, they were in a, like an intimate romantic relationship, Togoro and Genkai when they were younger. Mm, okay. And then this, it, you know, he obviously went down the path that he goes down and he still has some level of feelings and, towards her although he obviously fucking killed her so mm -hmm. whatever you want to say about that being but yeah i i thought that the puppet show just threw me off i, I didn't expect like her just on his hand i just thought that looked goofy I, there wasn't another way to do it it was just like oh this i thought it looked good i kind of liked it it was, it was <laughs> yeah. fucked up and made yusuke physically yeah. see the pain i guess she was going through to make it yeah. to make it and bring Korobara, out that anger yeah bar goes bank high and then tries and younger togro just catches the blade and stomps <laughs> him out and i was like damn i liked how you just said he went bankai <laughs> he mean he tried how about that um he tried oh man i was just gonna mention something but uh i have a question i i'm curious i want oh okay i wanted to I, you ask yours i have a question for you after okay i'm curious if you guys followed like the the steps of togro's like life like like did you understand what happened with the yokai that came and then why he is the way he is all i gathered was that the yokai showed up killed everybody he somehow in that moment became a yokai either from i don't i don't really know i just assumed yeah. he either like consumed that yokai and took its abilities or I have no idea. Like I, it's there was just such a gap. Like I get that this yokai comes in and fucks up all the students and he gets pissed, but like they're saying, Oh, he threw away his humanity. It's like, okay, what is that? That's so ambiguous. Like, how does he what does that mean? Does he again consume this yokai? Does he let the yokai consume him to overpower I have no idea. What do you think? I thought he like so this was this might be a stretch. Okay, he had the he was training with Genkai, their boys and their lovers. Apparently, he <laughs> moves on. He has his own dojo. Dojo, right? Is that true? The he, yeah, they were his students, right? They were his students. The yokai, the demon comes and fucks everybody up. He somehow survives. And I connected the dots in my head canon. After he lived, he went and sought out that power and ended up like selling his soul to some kind of something to become what he did. Yeah, there was definitely what he came, became. There was definitely a gap in that information. That seems to be the way they went. And again, I could have missed 
some lines and some explanation because I I went into the wiki to look at it because I was like I don't know if I missed some lines in the show here or like what happened because in the source material the yokai comes and fucks his dojo up and the yokai looks at him as the master and is like you need to enroll in the dark tournament basically like invites him to come to the dark tournament so then and this is 50 years in the past so Togoro and his brother who is actually his real brother and Genkai go and they're a, a team and they go to the dark tournament to go win it and Togoro I mean, because it's supposed to be a parallel where Togoro fights that yokai in the final and kills him to like get revenge for his mm. dojo and okay, it's, it's even Genkai to, said, like, you got your revenge already yeah, or something. So it, that it's all happened. to parallel, yeah, the fact that Yusuke then obviously goes on that exact journey, essentially, where then he fights Togoro in the final and avenges Genkai and does that type of stuff. But essentially, um, him and his brother, <clears throat> after they win, they're like, oh, like, you know, we want power. So that they, like, voluntarily become yokai. Mm-hmm. They like okay. want to take on yokai power essentially is like what it comes down to. I, I again, like I'm saying, I don't know if I missed something in the show, but since this like, structured, organized, known entity tournament in like the demon world, where like this, the, he took those steps in his past. I, I don't know if they actually fully explained how he became this way. Yeah, I mean that's so much cooler than what we got in the show. I mean it was just yeah, a, it yeah. was just a, oh yeah, he beat this yokai and then he became one. It's like yeah, okay, well, how they did didn't that show happen? him beating the yokai. They just showed everyone getting eaten, and then it just yeah. seemed like he was angry enough to go get other power in a different way. Like Alki said, just quite nebulous. But the yokai looked good though. Had a question? Yes, he did. I wanted to ask about Elder Togro, like. I didn't know if it wasn't clear in the show that it was his biological brother or not. He was not in the flashback. Yeah. Again, in the show, it doesn't say that it is really beyond. I guess we have to trust it. But in the manga, the source material, like it's clearly explained that that's like his biological, like that's his brother. Yeah, they because the way this, this training journey with Genkai to prepare for the tournament, they like went through the tournament together and then they both chose as brothers to become yokai. Because the way Elder Togoro talks to younger Togoro, it's like you chose to become a yokai, you know, and yeah. you know there wasn't really. It didn't feel like it was an actual brother relationship, like an actual brothers. Well, but even in like the photo, whatever episode that he attacked Genkai, the photo that we see of them at the dojo, I don't. It was clear there was a younger, bigger Togoro and Genkai. I didn't see the other guy. At least he didn't stick out to me. So yeah, it didn't like it wasn't explicit and then he killed him <laughs> yeah or yeah. tried to so i learned we disrespected baby girl but the transformation now is that what we're getting into yeah pretty much yeah that's pretty much the next step essentially yeah. now that excuse me the pupils yusuke and kuwabara know that genkai's dead it kind of levels them up i guess you could say a little bit yusuke now is really trying to take control of all of this spirit energy that he has inside of him he starts to actually like coat his punches in the the spirit energy the kicks, which i was the like he need to do that i was saying to myself like bro fucking yeah. use the spirit energy and he yeah. finally does like the slow-mo or like connecting where you can see the impact where he's like actually catching him on the chin i thought was satisfying to watch because it's like yeah i can feel the weight of that punch and then Togar obviously has more in the tank, so it transforms, and it's a whole different chapter. I mean, phase two. 
I think he looks good, fight. man. And I think he looks good. But yeah, I mean, this this flew by. I mean, we're already we're halfway through. He has the first transform or this is the final transformation, I should say. And yeah, yeah I was just it did the air feel a little attacks fast-paced. are fucking cool. I thought they looked oh, good. They looked amazing. I love that. <laughs> I just love that idea that he's just yeah. so strong. Like, and he just flip yeah, the, the air. symbolism of it where it's like, this is literally the only thing I need. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. It's definitely badass. I because I even like I'm looking at my notes right now. I even had like he achieved this by use losing to a yokai question mark. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, they didn't really tell us this. But, but he's yeah, then he, he starts to get really philosophical in this phase in this form too, where he's mm-hmm. kind of egging Yusuke on. He's like, yes, like this anger is good, but it's not enough. Like you lack this sense of urgency. He's starting to question whether Yusuke is like falling back subconsciously on the idea that he can just come back to life like he's already died and come back once so like he doesn't really fear death and he's trying to put that fear of death into him i thought that was good i liked the the philosophical and then he was like do you have it in you to kill your friends (laughs) (laughs) he i mean he does say too at the end when he's like throw them away like throw away your friends they're obstacles they're holding you back strength yeah pure strength and he, in the end, Yusuke achieved what Toguro could not. That's correct. Dude, I'm going to be honest. I thought Korobara was done. I gen- oh, I don't know yeah. why. Oh, yeah, I, I was, don't. I don't I know why. Pretty big wound. Like pretty big. In the moment, I should have thought like, okay, he had the whole training arc, like, and got the sword. There's no way he should die. But I was just so thrown off by it, and I'm just watching him just eat this fucking fist in his in his gut, and I'm I'm thinking this this might be the end of our boy. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't. Too. The sounds, oh, the yeah. subtitles of squelches. I was like, okay, squelches, and he rips I don't want out squelches the as a description. Yeah, of like what's going on internally in my body. But that was so. just the uh, the bump that Yusuke needed because I thought this was badass too. Toguro looks behind, sees Yusuke getting up, kind of I guess looks away for a second, and Yusuke's gone and just rocks him in the face. Yeah. Like that was that was an anime moment for sure that was pretty fucking dope the choreography just on point 10 out of 10 the entire time and yeah i just want i also want to know if uh like yusuke must have got or yusuke must have gotten some kind of speed boost there i guess because he was moving and i, I like speedy characters too so I, I want him to be faster it seems like they were like implicitly i know like um mullet man and and uh enma and botan <clears throat> excuse me geez second time are having this conversation in the observation booth kind of at the same time and they're talking about uh, enma kind of mentions about his energy and botan's like it's all over the place it's in flux and it they're, they're trying to i think get across this idea that like he's accessing more of it and the the emotions are obviously increasing it, but it's it's underlain by this sadness that he can't really control, and it's making it chaotic. And so it seems like they're they were telling us that like he's having access to more and more energy, which is making him stronger, making him faster. He's absorbing hits from a more powerful opponent. I just didn't really come off, I think, explicitly because they also didn't they don't we don't really know anything about how power works. I think that conversation for me personally gets helped by Genkai and Togoro's conversation later in in whatever the afterlife there's they're in because he's Togoro's kind of explaining that Yusuke's already kind of heading down Togoro's path of you know just wanting to seek out more power so I feel like that conversation really helps at first I was 
I wasn't really, I guess, too grasping the idea of this. Like his power is so strong, but it's all emanating from sadness. Like if I guess if it emanated from maybe happiness, it would be stronger. But I feel like it's just like that conversation gets helped by the end with just kind of them just being a little wary of Yusuke's power and how much he has. And depending on where it comes from, we'll choose the path yeah. on how he goes, I guess. And how he, yeah, and how he kind of directs it himself. With exactly. Emotional state. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, poof. He is, I guess, sad enough to create this final spirit gun that, I mean, Tokoro tanks it, to be honest. It doesn't, like, blow through him or blow him away or anything. Like, he eats mm-hmm. the whole thing. And then he just kind of withers away as a little crispy marshmallow. And that, I was shocked that that's how it, it was visualized with the CGI. But I thought, I mean, it looked sick when he's fighting it. Mm-hmm. I I just always get those moments where, you know, the one guy's charging up and it's just the enemy just standing there watching. And it's like, can you just, you know, while he's... He wanted it, though. Yeah, I guess he he wanted to test himself against it. You're right. I guess Togro, in this specific scenario with Togro being (laughs) what what he is and what he wanted to achieve, I guess he is willing to wait for that full-on energy blast. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm thinking... He wanted nothing less than the full blast. Because otherwise, I'm thinking, dude, Togoro should just be fucking running up there in this time that (laughs) Yusuke's charging up and just just sock it to him one time. He thanked him at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I I really do like the the full circle of Togoro's story. I mean, definitely could have been flushed out way more, but honestly... This and then the conversation with Gengai, like I just, I really did come to love Togro, Togro's character. I mean, we didn't really have any of him before this, yeah, for this episode. He I, I did just wears the shades. Yeah, exactly. I liked his uh, backstory and story as well. Um, it tied in nicely. Yeah, I was definitely yeah, getting was emotional cool. with him on the. Uh, I keep thinking of Dragon Ball Z, the dragon, Literally, dragon path. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, I guess you're right because it's Enma and they're in. Yeah, it's the same thing. They just obviously maybe call it something different, but yeah, I mean, we can even just talk about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a nice thread that runs through right there. And we're into kind of the aftermath of things. There's just some scenes to clean up, this obviously being the biggest one of them. So we kind of learned that he voluntarily chose the worst hell. Which is interesting. I didn't know that was, that's an option. (laughs) I mean, they, they have an interesting kind of reasoning for him we don't really he's not going to tell us why but they're basically saying that he's continuing to punish himself mm-hmm. for not being able to protect his friends it's what they're saying but then he also has the interesting thing where he's like i don't care like i'm grateful for all these experiences they made me strong genkai says to him death won't heal you and he says it doesn't have to and i was like okay that's hard <laughs> and he just walks <laughs> off <laughs> it's like all right, this guy's a fucking badass again just reminds me of uh Shishio from Rooney Kenshin when Kenshin kills him and Shishio is just like, all right, time to go conquer hell now. And it's like, yeah, Togoro, I feel like it's about to do the same fucking thing. He's about to just go down there and accept whatever punishment it is. But I thought it was interesting that you can, I guess maybe he's a specific scenario that he was offered a chance in which quote unquote hell you can go to. But the fact that there's a wor- the worst hell is pretty interesting yeah. concept. I guess it's one of those things where the options are there for the opposite reason where like, so that Enma can judge you, but mm-hmm. technically you can judge yourself as well mm-hmm. in the, like only in the negative sense, you can make your sentence worse. Obviously you can't make your sentence better on your own judgment. So like mm-hmm. it's one of those, no one does this, but technically you're allowed to think. Mm-hmm. 
is what it feels like. I mean, he's not only also punishing himself for acting like a complete fucking asshole for 50 years. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it, right? I mean, also, he I mean, sold the soul to the literal devil. Maybe pretty he's much. going down there to fucking get stronger. I think he's over that now. Dude, Genkai was crying, and he takes off the glasses to say whatever he said, I think, right there at the end. I was I was feeling it just a little bit. That was uh, the moment where I realized, I was like, okay, they probably fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could tell that she was like... I have a little bit of love for this man. She got a little. We got a little bit of a of a view of what she looked like as a younger woman. And yeah, she, she definitely had her days. <laughs> but was it CGI? It was like CGI. Probably, yeah. It was yeah, probably. wasn't it? So. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Like they could just get some some fucking chick to go yeah, and say a line. Realistic. I guess maybe it was just quick. Like, eh, let's just do this. It might have. I don't know how I, expensive I don't know how the CGI is, but maybe easier. it was cheaper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I have no idea. But no um, idea. I do. Um, can we go into the next part? Yeah, yeah I mean, I was just going to just throw out a, another random little scene. First things first, like Sakyo mullet man killing himself. Yeah. I felt that that was a little bit underwhelming. Like that was maybe the most underwhelming thing. I I think that's. It's a, I, I'm at fault for that. I'm at fault for feeling that way because I was predicting certain things about him and expecting him to be like Yusuke's dad and and to have fucking powers and shit. But maybe that just was never in the story, was never written. And um, I guess I I disappointed myself in a sense. Yeah. But you know he was gone, and um, I felt it was funny that he just kind of conceded so easily, like he had no trump card. And also, as soon as Toguro lost, like, the whole warp portal, like, just shut down. Like, how come that, like, to Toguro being alive or dead has nothing to do with that? I think he must have, there must have been, like, but a But it was button. the bet they made. There must have been a button that he could just, like, flick and it would just revert everything kind of mm -hmm. back. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I respect your self-awareness, Alki. And second of all, I think that, yeah, it, it is... I guess in line with his character of what they've shown us about him. He's the gambler. He loves to gamble. He wants that thrill and that rush. Doesn't seem like he's petulant in the way that like Tarakane is petulant when like he loses, when he loses that big bet. You know, he accepted the terms of the bet. He liked to risk what he wanted to risk. He wanted the reward. He lost and he just is more than accepting of that. Mm -hmm. I was also kind of in this episode when Koenma shows up and they're having a conversation. I was totally expecting a reveal brother kind of thing yeah or like you're the old detective yeah kind of thing that would have been actually crazy yeah but i yeah i guess it is kind of a little anticlimactic that he does the he does off himself um it's i feel like it's kind of like a suppoke what is it suppoku thing where it's just yeah. more of an honor i guess he just it's an honor thing i don't really know but maybe yeah. like the suicide yeah, whatever that's Seppuku called. Seppuku or some Seppuku, shit like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, took the... Yeah, I don't want to say the coward's way out, but in terms of that on level of honor system, I would say yeah. yes. I don't agree with that, but that honor system would probably say so. Okay. Whatever. His ass got beat, bro. Fuck it. That's true. That's true. Speaking of someone else, I got the ass beat. We did mention it, too, with Korobara, but... We know that he lives. He ends up living. He's healed by Yukina. His girlfriend. Yeah. That was a great reaction. They're having this little kindling. And yeah. before we get... So they're on the boat, which was funny. Because you can hear little bits of his conversation with her. But before that, I'm curious of what you guys thought of 
of Yukina and uh, Hiei's conversation. I mean, yeah, so that was weird. And definitely I, brother and sister. I googled uh like the don't, truth. I don't want to know. I mean, it's it's like it's kind of weird. Like he never tells her. Like it never goes yeah past that. But like, like it is his sister. Yeah, that's right. I, I figured even yeah. though he denies it, I knew it's just there's no way. Like I, I don't it know why. Make any sense? He says <laughs> I don't know why. I'm he honest. says to her as well. Do you understand? And she's like, I do understand. As if she does understand that that's her brother but they're just never going to acknowledge it maybe it's for the the protection of her maybe he is i think it has to do with the fact that he's become this like killing machine yeah, and he doesn't want her and to... he doesn't want her to associate her yeah, it's gotta like, be with him along those lines but i did think it was weird that he denied being the brother because it was just feel like so pushed into us that it was going to be brother sister i mean I, they were twin they're twins they're twins i mean their eyes are <laughs> literally the fucking same so yeah, yeah. Was, I thought that was funny. It was interesting. It was and interesting. Then the, at the back end of that, like you guys have already mentioned, is he turns and he's like, <laughs> ah, I'm one of their Nakama type of deal. And I, Karama, obviously, throughout this episode, he's helpful. He even tells Yusuke that he still owes him one. And he's Right. Dead. They were kind of boys ever since yeah, uh, Yusuke helped hearted. with his mom. Exactly. So that definitely also felt like, okay, uh, we'll and, see where this uh, goes. PA returns the dagger to Karama, which I, I wonder if they'll get into that in season two, because now all three of those objects are where they're supposed to be, right? Yeah. I kind of forgot was... about all that shit. Yeah, I mean they, know? they didn't do a I wouldn't say a great job of keeping them relevant. Not I guess well, that they really necessarily needed to. Yeah. We had bigger fish to fry. Yeah, but I just wonder if those uh those will come back. I'm sure they'll come back. I, I would hope so at least. Yeah. It's kinda of like one of those like the initial crime that leads you to uncover a bigger conspiracy. Right. Also, what was going back to the, the Togoro Genkai before they have their interaction, Koenma is in his like castle, whatever. And he watches a scroll go. That was the dagger. Okay. So the dagger was just wrapped in like a cloth or something. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I thought I thought it was I something that, to I took do that with as that was Togoro's, Togoro's soul, right? Soul. Because earlier, oh, like, because o- earlier we had seen that him like sorting through him, and yeah, okay, that's what I. Th- I no, actually, you're, no, you're definitely right because wasn't what the chick said right after like interesting how he chose like yeah that the, they were talking about Togoro. So it was well. definitely Togoro's okay. scroll. I thought it was just like the the dagger in its yeah. case, <laughs> <laughs> but fuck it, but, yeah. Solid ending, man. Yeah, the final scene is just Keiko and, and Yusuke are having a little chat. The only reason I bring this up is because... They didn't um, kiss. Is Kurabara in the back trying to convince Yukina that he wasn't scared? <laughs> you can just hear the conversation happening in the back with the subtitles, and she's like, it's okay, Like I knew you were scared, and he was like trying to tell her that he wasn't. <laughs> Funny, because he's a clown. And then is like, she's too good for you, and he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like when Keiko and Urameshi are done with their conversation, he uh, Kurobara kind of just goes up to Yusuke and is like pointing at <laughs> Hiei. Like, like Yusuke cares at all about your fucking beef with Hiei. And he's just like, Hiei did this, said this to me. You know, it's like, yeah. nah, I like our squad, though. I mean, it is a good overall squad. I, uh, again, I it still feels like Hiei, if anybody, is not one of them. I feel like definitely Kurama is welcomed into the into the squad. Um 
in Kurobara's era, but he a was always just a distant one. But it was it, it was still kind of funny that he was just like, yeah, those are my Nakama, and it's like <laughs> it was just a little out of place. It came out of nowhere. I did not expect yeah. him to have those feelings, but I mean, they had Keeps a life, close to the chest. They had a life threatening experience together. I genuinely am Near curious if they'll continue with season two. I just feel like there wasn't enough attention given to the show for them to be able to want to do season two again it was good i'm glad i watched it to be honest because i've yeah you know, i've always wanted to dip my toes into uu but you know with it, just it being a little older and with new stuff coming out i've never fully committed to it but this was a good example but i just feel like i haven't heard like it came out people were hype about it and yeah. it just it, it left as soon as it came into the world it's tough i mean they could almost they're on track to do like three seasons cover the entire three seasons of 15 total episodes and cover like oh God, that would be thing. fine i would if they i'll watch it to be honest <laughs> to be honest yeah. i will gladly watch it but i just yeah. don't think I'm they'll have to, enough yeah. steam i don't know i haven't read like you're saying a single thing about like people were hyped again to it and it it's i mean i wonder how much money it costs to make and all that kind of stuff obviously that plays a role so i guess we'll just have to see i um I was actually a little bit I wasn't I don't want to this is not a ne- like a negative take. The last final moments of the season I was like, okay, it was like fine, it wrapped it up nicely those last 2 minutes or so. And I was thinking to myself like, damn, they really just made it at, like they could end it here if they want to so that it's not renewed for a second season and I wish there were like more hints at like the next arc. Yeah, I was going to just But then you that. say that they showed elder togro but but that's really that's still not enough it was and it was just like it, it almost was like a more of a meme rather than him than like i feel like implying that he was coming back ready than ever you know it was just literally his head getting pecked at by a seagull and he was just like get off me you know was was, like animated like was he like did his mouth move and shit like his, uh, yeah like his yes yeah, his, like his, like, his face ha- he was like two face almost like his half his face was fucked up and you could see part of his eye in his mouth but he was talking and shit mm. um yeah honestly the more babe, i'm thinking right. about it is yeah this could be just a closed loop five episodes like the they stopped the hole from being opened right because i'm thinking like okay this hole's done togaru's gone sakyo's gone returns. like what yeah everybody's there's no demon so he's not going to be the spirit detective right now so what the fuck is going to happen and that's where i was like are they planting seeds for season two or not i think they were they were okay sorry they weren't planting seeds but i know they definitely would like to do season right. two obviously like they were i think there was pl- like they planned to do it season two but i think you're also right that they kind of maybe expected almost that season two might not come around and they ended this in a spot that could just end yeah i have to say and it's kind of sad uh, i'm not even even though i have my you know gripes with the show or you know opinions like i still would like to see a second season to come out and give them a chance to do more with the story when you google it there's like fucking nothing yeah there's like yeah. nothing except for like when it got dropped and some reddit correspondence mm-hmm. and that's about it and yeah. it's to the two little people disheartening. we love you guys yeah <laughs> shout out to you i mean i'm it's it's interesting because a lot of the questions that you guys have like you guys are thinking obviously this is more than one season you're thinking about things they've brought up and concepts of the world and the next arcs like directly address questions that you guys have had and things you guys have brought up yeah i bet it does yeah so i think you guys would enjoy finishing it out whether that is waiting for the the live action news or just diving in on your own i mean we're at i want to say 
like around like episode 90 something and chapter like 120 something maybe mm-hmm. already after these five episodes which is pretty crazy so yeah yeah so we'll see what happens maybe it'll pick up some steam i mean who knows the people have Just been waiting thought. on your your score your IMDb yeah, true. rating because well, I yeah. said that earlier. Yeah, you did. Craving. So you the four people and... listening are craving that review right now. We have that live be... listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in the Zoom. You can't see them. They're in the back. <laughs> they're like, yo, chat. <laughs> yeah, chat. Yeah, chat. All right, what do you got um, for us? Uh, okay. As a live action, through the lens of a live action anime adaptation, I will give it a. We'll give it a seven out of ten. I would agree with that, but if I'm include, if I'm just. It's like a Western TV watcher. Including that frame, though, of like in terms of live action. If I'm just saying this as a TV show, I'll give it like a six and a half. Exactly. Through the eyes of like a as a live action, definitely a seven. That's probably a comfortable spot for me. I think lens of live action, I'd give it a, I would say seven and a half. Yeah, I was kind of floating. I think if I didn't know the story, I would probably even be higher on it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty close to a seven and a half, to be honest. I was debating that. I'm at a seven. I think a big part of that, too, is because the choreography of the fighting was just so good that, mm. like, that's what you would want out of a live action. Like, if you can Definitely. nail that, that's a huge part of what I would consider a score for it, especially with how this show is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In terms of just, like, any old TV show, yeah, six and a half for a seven. Yeah. Yeah, for regular TV, like if I like my mom would probably give this shit like a five. But, yeah, I don't. I would but never tell that my doesn't count. To watch this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I just think like if you're expecting that content, like that kind of content, seven out of ten is a fair rating. I mean, it was yeah. not. It was not like poorly done by any means necessary, yeah. and like, like you I said, the choreography. Yeah, I would tell Luke Paul B. Tums if they find themselves looking for a quick show they want to binge to just knock these five episodes down. Check it out. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. So that's going to conclude Yu Yu Hakusho. We've wrapped up Yu Yu and Juju in the past, what, two weeks? <laughs> yeah. So that, that national nightmare is over of me mixing those up constantly. You still and might. That's true. I might. But I won't. In our next show that we're currently covering, which is Solo Leveling, that mm-hmm. anime has finally released after what's felt like probably at least two, three years of us hearing that news. So mm-hmm. we're finally covering that. We're going to do that. I think we're doing two episodes a week as yes. in, or I'm sorry, two episodes an episode. So we'll drop an episode every two weeks. There'll be a recording this weekend posted next week. Yeah. So we'll cover episodes two and three, four and five, six and seven. That's how those numbers work. I forget work. how many, I, how many episodes I saw of solo leveling. Was, I think it actually, I, I think I saw something on the shorter end. Surprisingly, okay. I think it's I like saw 12. like 15, 12 or 15. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll just see what happens. So, and also mentioning that we do more than anime here at Bingetown TV. We're currently covering True Detective, which just came out on HBO Max. Percy Jackson on Disney Plus. We wrapped up uh, Murder at the End of the World on Hulu recently. Jack Reacher on Amazon Prime. We're literally hitting almost every subscription service you can think of. So, if you're into more than just anime TV shows and you're looking for more content about those shows, stick around. Binge Time TV, we got a home for you. We got a place for you here. And the best way to find all of that content of ours is going to be bingetowntv.com. I recommend it only in the sense that there's a tab on the website that just organizes every show that we've covered in alphabetical order. 
and you could just get a nice little array there and then you could just click on them and you can go find the episodes that way. Just a little easier to search that way than just on the huge Bingetown TV main feed. But also subscribing to that main feed is going to keep you up to date with every show we're covering. We're all over the place. We have a bunch of separate feeds out there. So uh, there's a lot of content for you to enjoy from Bingetown TV and we would be very grateful if you would continue enjoying it just like you enjoyed Yu Yu show. Once again, we are Bingetown TV and thank you for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 